Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Young Business Owners Podcast with your host, Brandon Baker. So I hope everyone is well, and I hope you guys are staying tuned with some of the podcast episodes I've been releasing. I hope you're enjoying it. I've been getting some great feedback, and that's awesome to hear, and I really love that. That's why I started these podcasts, to try to give value and just be transparent where I can. So yeah, thank you all for the support. It's so appreciative. But anyway, let's get on to today's podcast. What are we going to be talking about? So we're going to be talking about how coronavirus has affected businesses and what you can do to increase your income. So obviously the whole coronavirus, the COVID-19 situation, which is, uh, which has come to everyone's life right now. It's affecting everyone's life right now. You know, it's affecting your life, it's affecting my life, it's affecting businesses' life. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about how COVID-19 has affected businesses and people. And I'm going to talk about bank rates, uh, the bank rates, how they're being affected. And again, how you can seize this opportunity and improve your financial status. So be tuned and be ready. Let's go. So to get into things, we're going to talk about how COVID-19 has affected businesses and people. So, you know, a lot of people are saying the recession was due and uh, it was it was coming anytime soon. And that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, it was due and people who don't know what a recession is, this occurs, you know, every 10 to 12 years on average. Um, but the, with this whole COVID-19, it's actually slightly different. Although it's formed a recession, it's, it's a pandemic. Um, and we've had, we've had previous um, pandemics before. This isn't the first. Um, but yeah, this whole COVID-19 has, has caused a lot of stress. And it's basically caused this recession to hap- happen. And what do I mean by recession? It's, it's, it's happened, unemployment has gone through the roof. If, if you look at the statistics coming from America, it's the, it's the highest it's ever been, um, you know, ever. Bank, bank rates of England have dropped to, to 0%, the lowest in 300 years. You know, that is, it is crazy what is going on and how a pandemic can actually cause a recession. And I mentioned just before, we had some previous uh, epidemic um, situations, you know, for instance, in 1987, we had the, the Black Monday stock market crash, you know, that led to 23% value loss in a single day left the residential values unaffected. And then we've also got in 1988, um, we we had uh, residential property values experience double digit growth. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, and I'm just trying to remember that there's another one. We've we've had other recessions like the global financial crisis in 2007, uh, the 2008. So you know it it was due, and if you look at the correlation, I just said the last recession we had um, was the global financial crisis 2008 a lot of people watched the movie The Big Short um, 
so yeah, uh, I love that movie, go check it out, so you can see from 2008, it was, it was due anytime soon, you know, we're in 2020, that's 10, like I said, 10 to 12 years on average, um, a recession happens, but going back to how has it affected people, you know, it's affected the unemployment massively, people are no longer working, retail has gone dramatically down, whereas e-commerce has, has increased, and anyone saw that coming, you didn't have to be smart to see that coming, you know, I watch a lot of Shark Tank, and Mark Cuban, I, I realised in some of his episodes, he won't, he wasn't even investing in these companies who, who, you know, were bigging themselves up, saying they had all this property, uh, physical locations, it's not, and he wouldn't invest in them, he actually thought it was worse, because you know, there's overhead costs, and there's margin included, and middlemen, whereas on e-commerce, everything is direct to the consumer, and that's kind of, this kind of, kind of connects together in how you can seize this opportunity with e-commerce, because that, like I said, e-commerce is going up, and retail is going down, Um, a good example of this is Primark, Primark before the pandemic of COVID-19 didn't actually sell anything online through e-commerce and they had physical stores and you can see how it's dramatically affected companies like this. So massive corporations who didn't really implement any sort of e-commerce and stuck to the traditional ways of business are being affected. So I think the main way COVID-19 has actually affected businesses is, yeah, retail's gone down, unemployment has gone down, sales activity has gone down, um, you know, when all these things happen, there's there's no income coming to the business, which means there's no cash flow, which means there's no capital, which means you have no business, so that's my quick take on how COVID-19 has affected businesses and people, And uh, the next part of this podcast is going to be talking about how bank rates are being affected. So stay tuned. How does the Bank of England rate affect our interest rates? But before I can even answer that, we need to understand what are interest rates. And a lot of people probably already know what interest rates are it's uh if if you were to take a loan out you'd take the loan off the bank and then there'd be interest applied or um it could be uh for a car payment or your mortgage payment or a lot of things uh if you want to buy a new iphone from uh, a website you might pay interest uh on finance and stuff like that so but yeah hopefully you you already understand what interest rates are um and I'm going to talk about how how does the Bank of England rate affect our interest rates, and that's because if the bank rate, uh, the Bank of England changes, then normally banks change their interest rates on saving and borrowing, but bank rate isn't only it isn't the only thing that affects interest rates on saving and borrowing. Interest rates can change for other reasons and may not change by the same amount as the change in bank rate. So, so to cover their costs, banks need to pay less on saving than they make on lending. 
but they can't pay less than 0% on savings or people might not deposit any money with them. And that's what's happening. The bank, it, the, the bank of England interest rates have dropped so low, this is the lowest it's been in over 300 years. So this means that when the bank rate comes close to 0%, how far banks pass into onto the lower saving and the borrowing rates reduce. And as bank rates starts to rise away from close to 0%, that's likely to lead to less of a rise in saving and borrowing rates. So to give you some, some perspective, if you go on the, the Bank of England's website and you look at the official bank rates of history, if you, you can see that in April 2010, it was at 0.5%. Whereas um, if you looked in 2020 on March, on the 20th of March, um, I said it was the lowest it's ever been. This had dropped down to 0.1%. That is ridiculous. And this is what I said. It can't... This is the lowest it's been in ages. And I was saying that just in my last couple of sentences that it can't surpass zero percent this is 0.1 percent this is the lowest it will ever be because this affects the way the bank of england does its saving and borrowing um which i just mentioned so hopefully that gives you some idea of how covid19 has actually affected bank rates significantly um the lowest it has been in ages but how how changes in bank rate actually affect our economy? I'm going to explain that. So, a change in bank rate affects how much people spend. So, how much people spend overall influences how much things cost. So, if we change the bank rate, we can influence prices and inflation. So, that's what the bank rate does. So, it basically... When the bank rate changes, it can have an influence on prices and inflation. And to give you some rough idea, the Bank of England usually aims to keep inflation at around 2%. This is a target which is actually set by the government. So, again, I just told you there, the the government aims to keep it at 2%, but we've got it at 0.1%. So, this is what COVID-19 is having effect on um on bank rates and if it have if it has an effect on the our bank rates it has an effect on our interest rates which also leads to more potential opportunities for us which i'm going to go on so hopefully in that part in this part of the podcast even you've you've got some understanding of how does the bank rate of England affect our interest rates and also how changes in bank rate affect our economy. So hopefully you got a bit of an insider there and I'll see you on the next part where we're going to be talking about lenders. Okay, awesome. So hopefully you got some understanding about uh, the bank rates and how it affects interest rates. And now we're going to be talking about lenders. So prior to this podcast, I did some research before and I wanted to look at some of the lenders in comparison to their interest rates. And I looked at the APR and I, I went on loan calculators and stuff like that. So one of the first lenders I actually came across was Sainsbury's Bank. And 
when I was looking at when I was looking on there for a 25k loan the annual interest rate which is fixed which is a good thing um, because sometimes this can be variable which you know it varies so ideally whenever a good tip from me is if you're ever going to get on a mortgage or um, a finance deal or something like that you ideally want to make sure it's fixed because it's not going to change it's it's fixed um, so like I said I went on Sainsbury's and I looked for a 25k loan and I remember these interest rates being around you know the 8% mark Having looked on there, they are at 3.9% fixed APR, and that was for a duration of 60 months. So that that is good. The APR from last time I looked is almost cut in half, which basically means for um, to get that 25k loan, for an example, it came at around 450 per month in comparison to when I looked at it during um, before coronavirus. This was around the 700, 800 mark. Because I, I remember I, I, I looked at this. So the total interest you'd pay for that 25k loan because of these low interest rates is only 2.5k, £2,511 and two pence. That's what it came to. Um, and that's for a 25k loan. So, and a lot of people might be 2.5k is a lot of money. But then you, you think about how the interest rates have just cut down um, almost in half from what I remember, and you're paying 2.5k interest for essentially a 25k loan. You can you can see how you've just leveraged so much in comparable to how it was um, with this coronavirus before the coronavirus. Anyway. I I looked at a couple more other lenders and stuff like that. Sainsbury's wasn't the only one. And I came across a few others as well. I I went on money.co.uk and uh, I came across AA Personal Loan and uh, Post Office Money Personal Loan. And they were coming with even lower APRs. They were coming at 3.1%. That's 0.8% cheaper than what Sainsbury was on the APR. So you can just see how how APR rates have have dropped massively because of the bank rates. APR and interest rates have dropped so low compared to how they used to be. So if anyone's listening to this podcast and thinking, how can I actually take this opportunity? You could also look at rate, you know, raising finance or raising capital, however you want. And maybe taking a loan is a good idea, um, considering and considering the factors that you have a low interest rate, because they have been affected. Um, I would say if you're going to get a loan now, it's probably the best time it would be, um, which kind of leads on to later in the podcast why I looked at this 25k, because 25k is a lot of money. This this could essentially be. Um, enough money to get a house or something like that or a big investment or something um, um, in the assumption that you would you would get you'd be eligible for the finance how you do it for guarantors or through high paying income or um, however you do you need to speak to a finance broker for that uh, if you need financial advice um, definitely don't 
I don't give financial advice. Uh, you should speak to a financial advisor. Um, I, my, whatever I say in my podcast is my opinion and my opinion only. And if people do decide to follow it, then they do. I'm just trying to provide value. And uh, what I can see is APR has dropped significantly. And what I was saying with that 25k deposit, you know, you could acquire property. So a traditional way of acquiring property would be taking a mortgage. And um, taking a traditional mortgage usually means that you need a traditional deposit of of 20% of the purchase price in order to maintain a mortgage. So, you know, for a 20k deposit, you could have a 100k house or maybe a little bit more depending on your mortgage broker so that's i'm trying to just give you an example of how you could take an interest a low interest loan and then maybe acquire a property of some sort there's also other ways and how you can be creative uh, with your investment and with property Um, and some people listening might be like why am i listening to this guy um, I, I'd say I've, I know quite a bit about property and I've read, I've read quite a lot of books and I, I, I've got a mentor and I, I meet my mentor on a regular basis. And there's also other creative property strategies. So instead of doing a traditional mortgage of buy to let, you could also look at things like rent to rent or lease options. These are creative strategies where you don't actually need a mortgage to obtain the property. Um, and a lot of people might think it's far-fetched and you can't do that. Just look online and you can do it. People have done it. Um, I know a lot of people have done it. And with that 25k loan, instead of getting one property, you could have actually maybe taken three or four properties. Some people get properties for 3k to 5k. Um, creative property solutions. So... That's to hopefully give you some understanding um, about the bank bank interest rates and the APR being affected by COVID-19 and how you could actually essentially almost take, use this opportunity to get that loan and then use that loan to acquire assets like property, um, whether you do it a traditional way or you use creative, um, creative property strategies like rent to rent and lease options. There's also other things like bridging finance, um, because okay, cool. So we've spoken about a few things actually. We've spoken about how coronavirus has affected businesses and what you can do to increase income and. I've gone over how the bank rate actually affects interest rates and how the bank rate actually affects the economy. I gave a few examples of how uh, interest rates are being changed to how they were before the virus um, and how you could potentially go and raise some finance and then acquire some, some, some property or other investments of some sort. It doesn't have to be property. It could be stocks. It could be uh, forex. It could be um, a lot of other things. There's there's loads of things you can invest in. Um, maybe you don't even need to take a loan because yes, I spoke about bank rates and interest rates being affected. And if you want to raise finance, it is probably one of the best times to do it. 
Um, like I said, the Bank of England rates have dropped at the lowest it's been in 300 years, so it's kind of a no-brainer, right? And some people might be like, oh, I don't want to get into property because of uh, of this time or whatever, but I've, I've been to some, so many courses and mentors and it doesn't matter what time you get into property because if you look at the uh, the graph of of house prices uh, of history the history of house prices um you can see that over the de- past decade house prices has actually doubled on average every 10 to 12 years again but maybe you're listening to this and you're like oh um i I'm, i don't feel like taking a loan and um, doing property or whatever that anyway I don't you don't need to do that I'm not saying that this podcast is just for how interest rates and how businesses and how everything has been affected maybe you don't want to take that bank loan I think with the opportunity this whole COVID-19 has given us it has given us it is now the time for entrepreneurs to to build that fire I don't know what I'm saying but you need to build that fire in your in yourself and have that burning determination um like in Think and Grow Rich the four the Henry Ford determination how people told him he wouldn't make a six-cylinder engine um and they thought it was impossible but they did it you need to have that determination within yourself that now is the time I'm going to do stuff because businesses are not running you might not even be working you might be furloughed you might be on a sabbatical or whatever right now everything is on pause but as time goes by e-commerce is still going up there is so much you can learn online whether it be creative property strategies whether it's learning a new skill on video editing photoshop or website design Maybe it's social media marketing. Maybe it's multi-level marketing. Maybe it's network marketing. Maybe you want to work in sales. Now is the time for entrepreneurs to seize this opportunity. Invest in more things now while things are low. Because even, even like in the words of Warren Buffett, and I can't remember the exact quote, but it goes something like this. When people are scared... It's now t- it's it's the time to be greedy, and it goes along the wor- lines of that. Something along the lines of that. You need to be greedy when others are scared, because now is an awesome opportunity, and it's this is the time for opportunists to now catch a wave and excel their future, just like everyone does, and that's what entrepreneurs do. When recessions happen, a lot of people get worried and anxious and scared, but the real smart entrepreneurs they see this as an opportunity being an entrepreneur you're also an opportunist and you catch these waves you're not just one business owner doing this one thing you have multiple streams of income and that's what i can really push to everyone who's who's listening to this call or this podcast even and they they want to improve their future and they don't know what to do everything is online you can learn everything online, you can learn a skill, and you can start making money. You don't need money to make money, and you don't need to buy that course or whatever. And even Gary V says, everything you can learn is online. These courses you're buying or 
you know, these courses you're buying and stuff like that, essentially all this information is online, so I, I, I literally really hope everyone can, can, can find something during this time and work towards that, especially as we have all the free time in the world right now. It is the perfect time for entrepreneurs to seize the moment and find your perfect opportunity. So yeah, that is the end of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. That was my take and um, my opinion on how coronavirus has affected businesses and what you can do to increase income. Um, so yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that. And, uh, if you do have any questions or comments, please feel free to get in contact with me, um, put the notifications on so you never miss the podcast again. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have an amazing day. Bye now.